0: 702.
1: The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. And the
0: UK Report is brought to you by eWallet Pro from FNB Business. FNB, how can we help you? A division of First Rand Bank Limited, an authorised FSP and credit provider. Gee, Adam, morning holidays. These holidays are dreadful. We got more British deaths.
1: Yeah, three British citizens known to have died in the Italian earthquake. Um, that's been confirmed with no other details, although I think one of our morning papers is suggesting one of them was a 14-year-old. Uh, beyond that, though, um, obviously, consular assistance is being offered. Actually, other assistance is being offered to the Italians as well, though Italy does have earthquakes. They they know what to do. It doesn't stop them happening. It doesn't stop the awfulness of it, but uh, they are coping, I guess. But I'm expecting us to hear many more stories because it's a very popular thing. Thing in the UK is to hire the classic Italian villa or the Italian cottage whatever an hour north of Rome it's that sort of area and I imagine there'll be a few tales to come but also an update on those four, five lads who died at uh, Canberra Sands mm. at this lovely sweep of, of, of a beach in Sussex. And there was all sorts of speculation 24 hours ago. Were they migrants? What were they doing there? Why were three of them fully clothed? Well, that turned out to be nonsense. They weren't fully clothed. They were in their beach attire. They'd been playing football on a sandbar these five lads um, who were all down from London two of them brothers the rest of them mates and they were playing football on a sandbar and the tide came in and cut them off and when they tried then therefore to swim back to shore the tide was just too strong they couldn't cut through it and if you imagine that would have been going on for some time we're talking about five guys either side of 20 so they would have been able to sort of power on for a bit Uh, obviously the tide was too strong for them but that huge question mark that a lot of people are asking why no? No lifeguards at a very popular stretch of sand. It's a wonderful sweep of sand on the south coast of England. And yet there's nobody sitting on those ladder chairs uh, looking out for five lives that were lost. And only last month, a Brazilian died at the same beach. And ever since then, they've been asking for lifeguards. So let's see if the local council finally does
0: something. That is an unbelievable story. And I see MPs have had a dip at the Internet. This is in the the fight against terror
1: Yes, they're saying that essentially internet companies are, quote, consciously failing to stop their sites being used by extremists. It's a tricky thing. Governments, of course, want to pile in and want to get stuck in, and security agencies do to some extent. They have all sorts of powers to sneak onto social media and do things, but it's not enough. And to some extent, you know, next to these billion-dollar companies, government's are small fry, aren't they? And so in this year-long inquiry into extremism and radicalization, this report says that the likes of Google, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter – are all being used to promote terrorism, and all those companies are frankly doing very little to stop it. At best, very little. At worst, they're adding to the problem. And yes, the report is also critical of the government's prevent strategy here. And we can talk about this a lot, but frankly, you know, if you're going to stop terrorism, you've got to be on your game, and you need the internet companies. To, we we know it's being used by terrorists. Mm. Let let's try and stop it. I guess is the point.
0: And the Yorkshire Ripper has been moved. This is unbelievable. And people of my age, I mean, remember Peter. Sutcliffe wasn't that his name? Yes him
1: yes Uh, there's something about him that uh, I I mean this is sort of tapping into the national consciousness every time there's anything about Peter Sutcliffe the Yorkshire Ripper. Um, Formerly though now no longer mentally ill. Uh, He's aged 70 he has been moved from Broadmoor Psychiatric Hospital to a prison after three decades he was convicted Of 13 murders and 7 attempted murders in 1981, he mutilated his victims with a screwdriver and a hammer and famously his own self-portrait showed those like eyes, and it was the painting he did of himself, and it was particularly chilling. Uh, he was once upon a time diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, but no longer. And apart from anything else, this saves us a fortune as a country. It costs two hundred and fifty thousand pounds to keep somebody in a secure psychiatric hospital. I mean, prison is expensive enough, but not as expensive as that. And so, also technically, he can get on with the business of serving his twenty life sentences and therefore rot in hell. And. Let's hope we don't have to talk about him for a while anyway.
0: Absolutely. Imagine you're in prison and your new cellmate walks in and it's him. (laughs) I tell you what, you won't sleep that night. Thanks very much indeed, Adam.